Coming up on the Real Stat Guy podcast, a wild week two in the NFL season, comebacks galore and exciting finishes, Kyle Hook joins me to recap the wild week two with stat segments, and our new what were they thinking segment. In stat segments, listen for our bit in the Stat Guy special segment because it may be my favorite slash the best mini segment we've ever done. Um, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, then Brother Dylan is back to guess the lines, do cross-off teams, and make some picks. An exciting week two in the NFL, and looking forward to another exciting week three. Loving the NFL being back and being in full swing, so here we go. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From the pregame jokes to the wrap-up show, we like sports and we don't care who knows. Welcome back to the Real Stat Guy podcast. It is NFL Week 2. Kyle Hook joins me, and it was a day of comebacks. Finished comebacks, almost there finished comebacks. Kyle, I know one of the one of those almost comeback teams was was your your team but what what a day it was on Sunday it was and I'll I'll say this is um the first week that I got to watch red zone this season since um having Bengals tickets I was at the game last week so being their first away game I got to watch red zone for the first time and picked a pretty good week to have it they yeah at that time especially the the witching hours for both the one o'clock and four o'clock games were absolutely incredible it was funny because even the four o'clock games scott hansen kept i I was watching the red zone too scott hansen kept mentioning how it was like a sleepy like afternoon and then at like 6 37 it just everything got crazy again um so like we said it was it was a day of comebacks and we're going to get to a few of the bigger ones in the stat segments, but let's start with uh, just, just a couple of the, the funny things that happened. Rams, Falcons, um, Kyle, 28, three jokes almost ended for good. Like, I, I hope you realize that. Uh, I, I saw <laughs> one where it definitely didn't for uh, Mr. Matt Ryan, but. No, they're, and that's it. They're, they're definitely not over, but the, the Rams held a 28 to three lead over the Falcons and, I even said something in one of our groups like, hey, they're, they're going to come back. They almost did. And then I, I perfectly reversed jinxed the 28-3 jokes ending. So we're still good there. Well, I'm assuming you saw the Matt Ryan one from last week. No, what, what, was, what was that one? He became, I don't want to get this wrong. He was either like the fifth or sixth quarterback ever to pass 60,000 uh, passing yards. And they they took the football to send to the Hall of Fame, and you know what number football it was? It was two eighty three. It's two eighty three. I I didn't see that. Oh my gosh! Yep. It's no never ends. Never nope. ends. Um, and now it's officially still not over unless the Falcons eventually come back from a twenty three deficit. The uh, another one, the Browns and the Jets. The Browns somehow choke away a a 13 point lead with just over two minutes left, right? Nick a, Chubb. a minute and 21 seconds left. I think. Was it, was they were up 13 with a minute 20 left. That was when the first touchdown was scored. Okay. By the with the minute. Yes. And 20. yes that's right. That, so, so the, the Browns are up seven 
with just under two minutes left and they score a touchdown instead of uh, kneeling down at the one ending the game. And then of course the extra point is missed and the jets somehow come back. They get the onside kick, right? A game's if you can get the onside kick, the game's never over. They got the onside kick and they made the extra point. Worked out perfect for me. I have Chubb and fantasy and it led to the Browns losing the game. That that was exactly my thought. Once I saw somebody on a video say like, "Oh, Chubb should have gone down," I was like, "No, I'm I'm glad he didn't." Like that was great. The Jets won, but you know they're not going to get many this year. So, well, okay, and another, a fellow AFC North team losing was uh, what we were looking for, right? What you, what you were looking for, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one, as we started to mention, your your Bengals. You can show your cup again. I know this is an audio medium, but yep, your little it's Bengals also, cup. It's empty. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you had Joe Perro next to you, your yeah. uh, your cat. But the Bengals Cowboys, uh, Bengals down seventeen nothing at one point. Storm back three. Seventeen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Storm back. Tie it up. And then Cooper Rush. What a rush, man. <laughs> yeah. This was the um. This was the epitome of people having a short memory, and that I've been reading uh fire zach taylor columns today already well already removed, removed from a super bowl appearance last year that's uh, that's that might be the quickest i've ever seen fire yeah. the head coach of the the super bowl losing team well both both of their losses so far have had some definitely questionable decisions on the head coaching part but it, it's still kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah it's for, for them the, the week one no matter how bad they played, they still all they had to do was make an extra point to win. And then this one, the Cowboys are less than a week removed from losing their starting quarterback. And they just put in a, a you know, Joe Shlomo or whoever, and they still somehow win. I mean, the, the Bengals are making the comeback, but um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, like I have them in the win school and I'm, I'm disappointed right now. They're my only team without a win. How, how, how do they turn around in, in your, your opinion? your mind well as a, as a Bengals fan. the the issue is the same issue that they had last year it's the offensive line is the worst in football and and they, I thought they got better that's what a lot of people thought they they made it as far as they did last year in spite of their offensive line and then spent a lot of money this offseason and made moves to revamp it and Joe's been sacked 13 times through two, two games already um sounds so exactly like stats from last year yeah, and, and it's I pointed out yesterday during the game, it takes one elite defender to neutralize the Bengals offense. In week one, it was TJ Watt, and in week two, it was Micah Parsons. Yeah, that's a great point. The, uh, so the, the Bengals are the first team in the Super Bowl era to start 0-2, despite being a seven-point favorite in each game. Was that a stat you had? That was one of the ones. Okay, that's, I know you had a couple, so I want to make sure I got mine in. But that's that's crazy. I mean – yeah, they're going to be favored coming off a year they made the Super Bowl, but this is where you talk about the Super Bowl hangover, and I just I didn't think it would happen to them. So I mean, we'll we'll see what the schedule brings for them. What what were your other your other Bengals stats? So they're also the first team in the Super Bowl era to start zero and two and lose their first two games on the final play of the game. Two game winning field goals against. That's them. right! Wow. And then the other one is that they're the only team in the NFL that hasn't had a lead yet this season. That's a good stat. I mean, a bad stat as a fan, but that's a, that's a good stat. Wow. 
never had a lead. So yeah, they they had to come back against both teams. Yeah, yeah, come back yeah. to tie, but never never took the but lead. never took the lead. Yeah, man, I just want I want them to turn around mostly because I have them in the wins pool. But well, they play the Jets next week. But okay, I also okay. had the Cowboys without Dak Prescott. Well, and week. and I already chalked up a win for the Browns against the Jets last week. Yeah. So I, I don't want to do that again. Well, and if you remember last year, the, the Bengals were the victim of the Mike White game. Oh, that's right. Dude, it's crazy how these things, like, year after year, just, like, in the NFL, you never know. Like, we'll get to some other games when, when Dylan and I guess the lines for week three, but just cra- cra- crazier things have happened. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's, uh, let's get to the stat segments. We'll have some more, more week one or sorry, week two to talk about. Um, best stat I saw this weekend. There's kind of a couple here, but we're, we're talking Ravens-Dolphins. Lamar Jackson became the first player in NFL history with a 75-yard touchdown pass and a 75-yard touchdown run in the same game. That's wild. Like, there's very few people ever who would even have the chance to do Capable. that yeah. and to do it in the same game. I actually can't believe it's the first time ever, but it – yeah. First first for one of each over 75 yards. Is that what you said? Yes. A 75 yard pass, t- touchdown pass, and touchdown run in the same way. Wow. Yeah. So Cam Newton never did that. Cam Newton never did it. Mike Vick never did it. Uh yeah, Cunningham, Culpepper. Yeah. Right. Vic Vick would have been the the automatic one I I'd think of. Um but I mean like the the run is obviously the harder part of that right so still crazy i i love when he he gets those i mean i know the, the most famous one that's happened against the Bengals, or one of the most famous ones that's happened against the Bengals. the spin move yeah. yeah yeah but that was a that was the year that they were tanking for burrow so that's fine oh that's right that's right <laughs> and then so the the other one i have for this game well actually my espn stat of the day is also from this game but um Shout out uh, PMT for reminding me of this, that the Dolphins now have 19 straight games where the result of their game is decided by the opposing quarterback's last name having an O in it. Yep. So they've won every game over the last two seasons where the opposing quarterback's last name has an O, and they've lost every game where the opposing quarterback's name does not, last name does not have an O in it. Yeah. And they play Josh Allen and the Bills this week. So, and not not only is that the Dolphins' last nineteen games, but that's every that's every game of Tua Tungavailoa's starting career. That's right. That, that that's I think a, a funnier way to, yeah. to say. It. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a best stat? From uh, yeah. So mine was from the. Um, we'll, we'll get to it. Speaking of the crazy ending games, but it was from the Cardinals Raiders game on the the two point conversion to tie the game by Kyler Murray it went down as a a two-yard run or conversion run and he ran for a total of 85 yards on the play that I I had that written down that's that yeah no that was because they did you hear or did you see like a tweet from it because I when I was watching on Renzo I heard them say and I was like oh my god I'm jotting that one down immediately because I never saw anyone really tweet it that's that's insane 84 yards on a two-yard play and have you seen the dots, like where they where they create the place with the dots? No, I I always forget about that. I got to go look at the dots. Is it funny? It, it's pretty funny. 
Because you see do, the couple defensive linemen just keep like regrouping and try to. Yeah, yeah. Do they? Uh, hey, do they make Tyler's dot smaller? <laughs> also, it, how, how do? You, oh, good, good. Was it, it almost looks like it because they they superimpose the football on top of his. Mm, dot, so, mm. how is it? What do you know? What website it is? It's a Twitter account. I, okay. I can try to. We'll find have to. It. We'll have to go find it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 talk about the Cardinals Raiders game here in a second. Um, ESPN stat of the day. The, the Dolphins were the first team in NFL history with a player having 400 yards passing, five touchdown passes, and two teammates having 170 yards receiving and two touchdowns receiving, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell in the same game. That's like six qualifiers. Like that, that might be the most qualifiers we've had in an ESPN stat since we introduced the segment. <laughs> it's impressive, yeah. but that's a lot. That's that's pretty good. Um, mine was it was not. It might not fit the ESPN stat as there's one qualifier, but the qualifier is so absurd that I think it it fits. And it's it's more of a week one, but that Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in NFL history when it's seventy three degrees exactly outside. That's one of my favorite ones that that you meant that that they mentioned or that we get to hear about. It's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny, and it, the fact that it actually worked for again in week one, it's just something to watch for for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle, the other ESPN sort of stat I wanted to bring up with you. So Framber Valdez of the Astros had his twenty fifth straight quality start. Okay, quality start. That's an ESPN stat, right? Basically, can, can you explain to me what a quality start is? Because I honestly don't it is know. An, it's, it is an official stat but from Major League Baseball. But what it is is a minimum of six innings pitched and a maximum of three earned runs. Okay, so it's only two qualifiers. But it's basically – so how long has that been? A thing? I've never heard of that before until this – until Fran- on Valdez's streak. Um, it's been around at least since I was like pitching in high school, um, okay. but I do, I have an issue with the stat itself. Is it, if yeah. you, if you take it out six innings and three runs is a 4.5 ERA, which is, yeah. you know, it's not exactly quality. Right. Right. That, that's okay. So six or, or six innings, max three earned runs. Yeah. It's, again, it's like the triple double. It's just made up stats put together to get another stat. Yep. Which is basically an ESPN stat. So definitely wanted to bring that one up because that one's mm-hmm. that one's funny. All right. Uh, social media account of the week. So this is where we'll talk more Cardinals Raiders because my social media account of the week is the NFL win probability bot. Um, at NFL underscore win underscore bot. And I was already going to make it this. And then I saw the Cardinals Raiders one okay i'm showing it to you i'm going to explain it the best way i can to the listeners all you know 25 of them but so the raiders are basically winning the entire thing and then as soon as the fourth quarter ends i think the, did the cardinals get the ball first yeah yeah so their win probability goes up in overtime and the raiders get the ball back their win probability starts to go back up and then there's not even any room. It's literally just like a straight line from the Raiders having the win probability to the game being over. So 
NFL win probability bot is back. It's That's just crazy. The, oh, the Raiders were up 20 to nothing in that game. So when yes. we talk about the week of comebacks, that was another one. The Cardinals, 22 unanswered points in the fourth quarter in overtime. Yes. And I um, I remember hearing PFT commenters say that he wanted to create a model that whenever that had the Atlanta Falcons at at least a 90% to automatically bet the other team. <laughs> And as, as Dylan and I talked about last week, like there's six or seven really good examples of that. Yeah. Over the last few years. Did, did you have a social media account of the week? Yeah. Uh, you probably know it. It's the surrender index. That was going to be my other one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically I love this one. the, their bio is determining just how cowardly every NFL punt is quantitatively. Um so yeah. pretty much they, it takes a score of every punt and every NFL game based on game situation and ranks how cowardly each one is. It's so good. I mean, whenever you see – it always happens, like, you see a team punting from the opponent, like, 40-yard line, and you just automatically go look to see how, how cowardly it was among the punts this year and then since they've been tracking it. Yeah. Was there, were there to, any specific ones from this weekend? Yes. I'm trying to find it was um, when the, the Bengals punted from the Cowboys 42 yard line in the okay. fourth quarter. Um, Cause it's not like they don't have an absolute weapon at kicker that can make it from 60. Right. The, the supposed second best kicker in the league. Hey, I, I have him on fancy. There's only one league that I didn't get Justin Tucker in, and I got McPherson. So that's what I've always known for reaching up for Justin Tucker. It's he's just a weapon. Every every league, and I and people say something about it. Oh wait, actually, wait. Do you have him in our league? I think that's the only one I don't have. Probably. Yeah. All right. That makes sense then. That that adds up. Um, so okay. Right, Cincinnati punted to Dallas from the Dallas 42 on fourth and six with 537 left in the second, losing 3-14. to 14. With the surrender index of 20.07, this ranks in the 99.1st percentile of cowardly punts in 2022 and 96th percentile of all punts wow. since 99. Well, was that fourth and what? Six. Okay. It's fun. It's, yeah, it's just so funny. What, what's the uh, handle of that, the Twitter handle? It is at surrender underscore index. Okay. That, that's one of my favorite ones. If, and if I, it, had a, I had an honorable mention okay. social media account as well. Um, it's just the Scorigami tracker. Yes. That, that'll, that'll definitely get it. It gets its due on this, on this podcast for sure. I, I figured. All right. Uh, stat guy, special stat. So we're going we're gonna to get to what we have ready and prepared, but the, the, this is for the Colts Jags. Um, so I, I have a couple of stats, not, not anything I looked up, ones that I saw, but the Jags in their history. So they, they're one of the newest teams in the NFL, right? Since 1995, I believe, 96. 95, um, them and the Panthers came in together. Yes. Yeah. So they've had eight shutout victories in their history. The last three have all been against the Colts in 2017, <laughs> 2018, and this past weekend, 24 nothing. That's, that's, that's pretty crazy. They got their number. And then the, in the last three seasons, 
the Jaguars are three and two against the Colts, but they're two and 28 versus everyone else. <laughs> it's crazy. And were, um, were all three of those shutouts in Jacksonville? Um, are, you, are, are you talking about the against the Colts? I don't know for sure. My guess would be yes, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, because they own them in Jacksonville. Yeah, and so you know this whole thing stems from. Well, it's it's funny the the Colts and their streak. So they had a streak of losing like what eight straight Week One games, and then they tied. So yeah. they they broke that streak. They still haven't won Week One in a while, and then people were talking about the Jacksonville streak because they have now gone seven years without winning in Jacksonville. So we're gonna play a game called the last time the Colts won in Jacksonville blank happened, or this was going on. So let, let me just say the inspiration for this one. Um, at Krieger Sports on Twitter is a Colts Pacer account guy. Ethan Talks Pacers. The last time the Colts won in Jacksonville, All About That Bass by Megan Trainer was the number one song. Yikes. All right. So we're going to go back and forth. Um, my first one. So the last time, oh, if I didn't say it, the, uh, the, this, is, this is even crazier, just to, to line it all up. The last time the Colts won in Jacksonville, September 21st, 2014. So by the time everyone hears this, it, it will have been eight years ago tomorrow. <laughs> or yesterday, depending on when you listen to it. But almost to the day, the last time they, the Colts won in Jacksonville. Eight years. And the crazy part is the vast majority of those, the Colts were a better team than the Jaguars oh for sure like the only year the Jags were definitely better was the year they made the AFC championship game yeah yeah so here here's my first one the last time the Colts won in Jacksonville Tom Brady only had three Super Bowls wow (laughs) yeah wow um minus the, the last time they won in Jacksonville, the Orioles won the AL East by 16 <laughs> games. No way. <laughs> Dude, it's funny how full circle this is, like the year the Orioles are having now. Because, this, yeah, this is really their first good year since then, right? They they went to the wild card in 16 okay. and lost. But, yeah, but okay. that's it. Um, my next one. This you might have realized this. I'm gonna say it anyway. The last time the Colts won in Jacksonville, Steph Curry had not won an NBA Finals yet. Wow, <laughs> that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of uh, my next one was that Trevor Lawrence was a freshman in high school. Wow, how many years did he play at Clemson? Three. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's eight years. So he's had all he had all of high school, all of college, and his first two years in the NFL. Yeah, or so, first and year guess, and change. And and I I can piggyback off of that one that the Clemson hadn't won a national championship oh. since 1981, and they've won hmm. multiple since then. Uh, the last time the Colts won in Jacksonville, Harambe was still alive. Harambe was still alive, and I was going to say Queen Elizabeth was still alive. And Queen Elizabeth was still alive. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I, I'm, I'm very proud of this segment. 
<laughs> props to me. Um, a couple, last few ones that I listed down. Obama was president. Um, we graduated high school three months before. Yeah. And the one I had also written down kind of as a personal note. I, so I've been coaching cross country for nine years. Like this is my ninth year of coaching. Mm-hmm. At that time, I had been coaching for one month. Wow. I was literally my first like days of coaching. And now I've been coaching for nine seasons. And that's the last time the Colts won in Jacksonville. Wow. Yeah. I, I had the, I was also going to say that was my first year of college. Um, yeah. And I, I also had the, the three different presidents. It's been three presidents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. It's cra- and like remember they they play every year in Jacksonville. Yeah. It's not like this has been twenty years and they've only played there four times. Like a historically superior opponent or a historically superior Colts team has lost to an inferior Jaguars team seven straight years. And I ha- I don't have in Jacksonville the- in Jacksonville. Yeah, I don't have the exact number, but I want to say that the Colts have had at least six different quarterbacks in this. Mm. Okay, I, I got to bring this up then. So on the, uh, I'm going to shout out the Indiana Runner podcast. Have you ever listened to it, by the way, with, with Altavote? I have not. So his son, so his son is three. Yeah. And, and Colin was talking about how in his lifetime, the Colts have had four different starting quarterbacks. Because <laughs> it started with Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan in three years. And Colts fans born in you know, whatever, like when 96, it took for their first two quarterbacks, it was Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Right. And whoever in the in-between season, like that was, that would have been three quarterbacks of almost, almost 20 years. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that reminds me of the, the opposite of those um, kids in Boston at the parade that were like, I'm two years old and I still haven't had a championship. Exactly. Exactly. I, that was a good segment. I like, I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. All right. We got to do, what were they thinking? Sorry. What were they thinking? So I'm going to let you take, take this first one. So we had a late nominee from the week one game. So you can use this as yours. The, and that late nominee is going to be a favorite for best of the year. Probably. Yeah. It's we're Yeah. At the end of the season, we'll do a, what were they thinking? award or whatever and this is certainly the front runner so go ahead yeah obviously i'm assuming most people have seen it but the the seattle denver monday night game the final sequence when the denver they're down one right 17 to 16 and they're driving into seattle territory with that's not a minute a minute and 10 left Mm -hmm. and they come up to fourth down and i don't know josh if you saw the manning cast broadcasted this. I, I saw a clip of it later when Peyton Manning they said he called timeout 62 times yeah on air um so they have fourth and five with their new 270 million dollar quarterback so your options are take the clock down and run the play to try to get the first down and get into a better field goal position and then bleed the clock and win the game or call timeout immediately and try to run a play but what is rookie head coach Nathaniel Hackett just lets the clock run all the way that kills the play clock, which leaves them with 20 second, 24 seconds or something like that. And at that point, 
I guess you can still run the play on fourth down, but you really are going to have one or two plays left. And obviously fourth down, you have to convert, but then still have an easier field goal. But he decides to go for the 64-yard attempt. And the which, rest of the tree. Yeah, no. which would have been the second longest kick ever. And I, I think they said that McManus has never made he, – or he's, he's missed his last, like, seven kicks, 60 or longer. And I have a stat on that that NFL kickers all time were two and 41 from 64 before that. So the odds weren't in its favor. Yeah, it's just crazy. So the, the way I was kind of thinking about it, like they had three timeouts, just over a minute left on fourth down. What you can't have happen, it, or, or sorry, I'm sorry, you can either just run a play immediately, have all three timeouts, even if you miss it. Kick the field goal immediately, even if you miss it, you have all three timeouts. Or if you run at, run it all the way down for whatever reason, you have to go for it. And they didn't do any of those three yeah. things. That was kind of like the latter. Instead, they let the clock go all the way down and they called a timeout. Like yeah. I, I if I would have rather them just ran up to the, the line as quick as possible. Well, I would have gone for it, first of all. So ran up to the line as for quick sure. as possible, go for it. And if you miss it, three timeouts, yeah. 50 seconds. At the, at the bare minimum, you need to have those either set up the play that you want for fourth down or have all three timeouts still. Yeah. Like the only way the field goal is even defensible is if you don't use a timeout, but also you have to have more than like 45 seconds on the clock. So you're basically running out the field goal team for a fast field goal, which wouldn't make it a good option. Yeah. So that's why the field goal just seemed really weird, but well, yeah. and it's just okay. the fact this is your new quarterback that you just paid a ton of money and put let him like let him have the ball in his hands. Did you see the uh oh I for you listen to PMT? Who was it was it Rick Riley? Yeah. His tweet. Yeah. He's basically just like if if you're married to Sophia Vergara, like you don't let her or you don't leave her in the garage or something in the hotel lobby yeah in the hotel lobby yeah he he just loves the weird analogies it was very weird but you but you get the point yeah uh yeah yeah. so that's it that's a what that that is the what were they thinking for our for sure of the season from week one um the the one i had the uh the sunday night bears packers the bears drive all the way down the field trying to mount a comeback they're running the ball down the throat of the Packers defense. They get to fourth and inches at fourth and goal at like the six inch line. And they do a draw play where Justin Fields was at shotgun. They went back five yards to go forward one yard. I'm good with fields running, but the sneak is the way to go. Or you just spent the last, you know, five minutes running the ball down their throats it just wasn't a good look. I mean, it, they, they said on PMT, but you can kind of feel it. Like it, it felt like a Matt Nagy, like lingering play, you know? And yeah, even regardless, like I, I personally thought that the ball was in, but there's no way that they're going to be able to overturn that call. Yeah. Yep. And just an example of like, you can't leave it to, to the officials. And I thought Fields could have had a better chance to get in on the play before. I mean, obviously he was short, but yeah, it just, and that, I mean, that pretty much ended. I mean, you have to go for it. Like, there, yeah, that's definitely a situation where you got to go for it, fourth and inches. Um, but it's still, what were they thinking? Tight moment. Uh, and especially in that game where the Bear, it's it's almost like the Colts and Jacksonville. The Bears cannot win 
in Green Bay, they have to have everything go right for them to be in that game. Right. Right. All right. To uh, so to end your your part here on the podcast, uh, this was an idea from Noah. So shout out Noah. Um, we're let's let's just think of the the most panicked fan bases in the NFL right now. Um, I don't really have like a top three. We can just kind of name them. Unless, do you have like a top three, four, five in mind? I have a couple, um, obviously. I'll go off your list. So go name, name the few and I'll think of, think of any more. So the, yeah, the most panicked fan bases in the NFL through almost two weeks of the season. Uh, definitely Cincinnati. That is um, one. Definitely Indianapolis. Those are the two I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. Um, after to, I, I would venture to say Tennessee will, uh, depending how tonight goes, but I'm not expecting them to get out of Buffalo with the win tonight. But obviously, based on yesterday, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I guess that's really all I have. A couple of the teams that looked rough, I, I think, don't necessarily need to be panicking yet. Um, that was a bad loss for Baltimore, but I wouldn't yeah. be panicked if I was them. Um, San Francisco in the rare case where their starting quarterback goes out for the season, but they have probably the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And he looked and he's been in the system, picked up right where you would like him to be yesterday. Um, what about the would, Raiders? Yeah especially being in that division like that's two games that they are gonna want back it's it's kind of like the Bengals too like looking at their schedule coming up they have Kansas City they have Buffalo they have two against Baltimore like the they're gonna want these two games back Um, so it's kind of similar with the Raiders being in that having to play Kansas City twice having to play the Chargers twice um, Denver I'm still not sold on Denver but um so yeah, we'll here, here are the rest of the teams that we didn't mention that Noah mentioned in his list. The Steelers, the Patriots. He said whoever loses this Raiders game, so the Raiders. Um, do we say Broncos? Or you, you might have half mentioned them. I have mentioned them. Um, and then the, he, said the, he said the Bucks because Tom Brady looks old, but he has reversed Tom Brady blinders. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry, no. Um, and then the Rams, which it's jarring. I wouldn't panic yet. No. Because they're, I mean, they're one and one, but it's just jarring the way their two games have kind of gone. So my, I have to disagree on his list with the Steelers for the main fact, like they've looked terrible. I'm even though their win against Cincinnati, they didn't play well. But to me, I don't, think that fan base had much of expectations coming into right. this season right yeah and so yeah so much of the panic has to be based off the expectation yeah that's why like the Bengals, colts raiders like those teams had pretty high expectations going into the season so you know they're like the steelers and the ravens you mentioned like some of these teams they they know where the panic button is in the drawer they just they don't need to take that out yet like they, they know where it is right that's kind of how i would yeah related uh and especially the ravens like it was a bad loss but also look around the afc north went zero and four yesterday so really they didn't lose any ground anywhere yeah a little a little division um tally before we go 
because I mentioned this to, in a group yesterday, the AFC East, believe it or not, has the most wins. And they, they still have the Bills to play tonight. So um, actually, oh, oh, the AFC East has five wins and the NFC East also has five wins. Would not have expected either of those divisions to be the leaders at this point. Well, the AFC East went 3-0 and against the North yesterday. Uh, Patriots uh, beat the Steelers. Miami beat Baltimore, and um, call. And the Jets beat the, beat the Browns. Browns, good yeah. call. And then the Bills play tonight. Oh, if if only they would have been playing the uh, yeah the, the Bengals. Bengals played <laughs> the NFC East. Right, right. Um, and that was uh, speaking of divisions. That was one of my favorite stats from last week. I don't know if you guys talked about it that the. The AFC South played against the um, the Commanders and the um, Giants and each other, and they didn't win a game. Right. No, we we did mention that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. One of the, one of the best go at this point yeah. in the season. So if the fully fully standings back up for the AFC South because if the Titans lose, are the does that mean the Jaguars are at one and one? They would be. They would be sole, yeah. So if the Titans win, then they're back in. But like, if the Titans lose or tie, then the Jags have sole first place of the division at one and one. That's crazy. Yeah. Good stuff, man. All right, um, Kyle Hook, thank you again. Join the podcast. Any last thoughts? I didn't, I didn't give Noah a chance last week, but you got anything else? Uh, Orioles are hanging on by a thread, so we'll see. <laughs> they can put something together down the stretch yeah absolutely we'll we'll have you back on um probably before the playoffs start to do a little baseball something because we're gonna get really busy with nfl so yeah awesome well thank you um again listeners on the other side of the break you will hear guess the lines with dylan so we'll be right back Dylan Horowitz is back. Brother Dylan, it's time to guess the who spread is it anyway. Um, Let's and, do it. And kickoff of second week of Monday Night Football. And we got a doubleheader for week two. Literally, I, I just saw the kickoff as, as we're doing this. So uh, for those, for the time travel, it's, it's kind of worked perfectly that we've, you know, we're, we're recording these podcasts like right before the Monday Night Football games. You can hear us time travel. Uh, in the morning, you can, you know, if you listen, you figure out what they were talking about. It's kind of perfect. Yeah, it all works out. You know, it's it's perfect. We've got two games tonight. Um, Bills, Titans, you know, Vikings, um, Eagles should be two good ones. Uh, and we'll see how they play out. I think what we're going to have to do, though, Dylan, um, at the very end is make actual picks for the Monday night games so that yeah. people can react to our time travel. I think we're well, going to have we, to do it. I, I meant to do it last week, but. Do we need to do that right now because the Titans Bills just kicked off? Oh, true. For this instance, yes. Okay, I'll say the Bills win by at least 10. I don't know, like 30, 31, 20. Bills by six. Okay. 30, 24. And then, yeah, we just do it now. Eagles, Vikings, right? Eagles, Eagles. at Vikings. Eagles. Vikings at Eagles. Vikings at Eagles. Um, I'll say the Eagles win 27-24. I'll go Vikings 31-28. Okay. So normally we'll do we'll do that at the end of the podcast because it'll be before the kickoff. We just happen to have an early kickoff. 
on the second mm-hmm. week of Monday Night Football. So, all right, guess the who's president anyway. Uh, so to recap, Dylan won week one, as he usually does. Death taxes Dylan winning week one of guess the who's president anyway. Mm-hmm. Week two, Josh with the, the comeback, the redemption victory. And I forgot to note this. We are also now tied in aggregate. So you on won the, 10 on the six. year. Yeah. You, uh, yes. On the year, on the year, I'll have to go back and look at last year. Cause it's a kind of, that was kind of an unofficial start to guess the who's president anyway, mm-hmm. but you won 10, six in week one. And then I won 10 to six in week two. Time to change that up right now. Come on. All right. So first matchup Thursday night game, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. What do you got? I got Browns two and a half. Okay. You're going to get it. I said Browns one and a half, and it is Browns minus three. It's okay. reasonable. It's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, the they both lost games they easily could have won, but the but Cleveland. Here's my problem. Cleveland was against a far, I think, inferior opponent. Yeah, I agree. In the, in the Jets. Yeah, and and I just think the Steelers have played two better teams and looked better. Right, because Cleveland's yeah. other game was against Carolina. So that's why, like, yeah, they're home. They're both kind of one. They're both one and one. So I just thought it'd be closer to the one, one and a half mark. Yeah, I mean, the Browns won their game on a field game winning field goal. Um, they should have won yesterday. So, I mean, they, the Browns have to be favored in that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll. Is what it is. That's that's a solid like they're you don't really know given the two and a half. So all right, you got that one. Next one. Saints at Panthers. I said Saints minus four and a half. What did you say? I said Saints minus one and a half. In a miracle, we're gonna split this. It's Saints minus three. Wow. So you they okay, okay. The Panthers are bad. They are bad, but the Saints did not look they they didn't look great i know it was against the bucks but i don't think they looked great um i mean Jameis is still you know working into the offense they have a bunch of weapons but i thought i liked the saints a lot more than i than i do right now yeah and i think that's where so we kind of that's kind of what it looks like like i like them more for this game and you were thinking they're just not looking as good right now correct yes also, I, I don't know what they're doing with McCaffrey. I, like, I, don't, Panthers, I, feel yeah. like he, I feel like he hasn't been used much at all. And I don't know if they're just trying to keep him healthy. I, I don't know what they're trying to do because his usage yeah. has not been much at all. I'm pretty sure Chuba got the first carry of the game this past week, and he fumbled. Yeah. So I don't know what, what they're doing with him. It's just so weird because they have guys. like how, they, And they who did they play this past week? What can I think of who Carolina played? Line. Line. Uh, the Giants. The Giants, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what the Giants do, but, like, they've played in two winnable games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that, that was a field goal battle yeah. in, the, in that yeah. game. Yeah, and they lost um, the first one on a, on a field goal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, next one, Texans at Bears. Should, should, be, a, should be a good one. Um, <laughs> should be I'll, interesting. Go, you go I, with yours. I've got, I've got Bears three and a half. Okay, you're going to get it. I, you know, I was, uh, I said Bears five and a half, and it's Bears two and a half. So I went really high. My, 
my thought process was like how they've been handling Houston because they, they gave Denver 10 and a half on Houston. Mm-hmm. So they really didn't think much of Houston. Now maybe them playing half decent against them has given, you know, Vegas or whoever a little more on a little more respect on Houston. Um, Cause I think, I don't think Chicago has looked that bad. They look like, yes, they maybe haven't had like a normal game, but I just don't think they've looked that bad. I, I thought, I thought that would be, yeah, high, but definitely higher than two and a half. Yeah, I mean, they they have they did look good against the Niners. I just don't think that team is good. <laughs> they're they're just not Which good. Team? But Which it, team? But the Bears. Oh, okay. I don't think either team, I mean, either team isn't good. Yeah. But I just think, you know, the Bears are a little better, and they're at home, yeah. which no, that's, that's where you get the – That's fair. See, I, I've kind of put myself on a bind, which you're going to see with a few more of these lines. I the, past, the, the first two weeks, I didn't make some lines high enough, and I think I overcompensated. So as, as in you're making them higher than Now you. I'm making them too high. See, I, see, right when we jumped on, I thought I was making mine too low. Mm-hmm. But as of as, like through three games, I, obviously they're not too low. Yeah. Sense, but, yeah. Um, but yes. All right. Next one Kansas City at Indianapolis, the Colts' home opener. Right, yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Colts, they they Colts were home yeah, they're, they're in Houston and in Jacksonville. What what did you say? I said Chiefs five and a half. Okay, you're gonna get it. Shoot, I uh, I originally said seven and a half, and this was one of those lines I wanted to move higher, so I moved it to eight and a half, and it is Chiefs six and a half right now. So we would have okay. split it, but you're gonna get it. Yeah, I I like the Chiefs being a being a touchdown favorite. In, in Indianapolis, with the way the Colts have looked so far, the the Colts can't put up points, and that's one thing the Chiefs do so well is put up points. And that's why I moved so, it up a point. Yeah. yeah, that's why I moved it up an additional point. Like six and a half just seems too low to me. Like you really think yeah. the the Chiefs are only gonna? Well, th- see now I wanted to talk about this with you. This is a classic trap game that the Colts are gonna win, right? Oh, probably. <laughs> do do, yeah. do I need to make them my my underdog pick? <laughs> Maybe, because you're so right. This is a game where they the Colts will come in. I think it's like what they did against the Bills last year. Yeah, I think they went to Buffalo and destroyed them. Like this is totally a game. Matt Ryan has looked lost. The whole offense, the whole team has looked lost. This is a game that you know the crowd's going to be nuts and at Lucas oil, mm-hmm. this is a game that the Colts would come in and Matt Ryan's going to throw for, you know, 330 yards. JT's going to run for another, you know, 150. I hope, but also, but also they could get blown out. So, so if, if they go, Oh, and three, I, sorry, if they go, Oh, two and one, I, I keep doing that. I, it basically feels like they lost last week. If they go, yeah. Oh, two and one here, here's the, here's their schedule coming up so home against the chiefs home against the titans at the broncos for their next three they have to win two at least two of those games they don't see i don't see two wins there just to get to two two and one going into a game against jacksonville which assumedly they win (laughs) yeah well they can they can be the jags at home yeah they can be at home and then yeah. at Tennessee, home against Washington, at the Patriots. I mean, it, it, it just doesn't get easy. Like, they end with – they have a, a stretch here where they go at Las Vegas, 
home against the Eagles, home against the Steelers at the – I mean, it's actually not as bad as I thought. But with how bad they've looked, it could be bad. Right. That, that's the thing. They have to get to a certain point where they're at least in a position. So I'm saying if they go to 0-2-1, and you know, they, just to win their next four games after that would be kind of tough. So, Yeah. See, this, well, this is good did, to get – then they start two and five. Yeah, what one of these past years oh, they were. Zero. Yeah, there was a year they started like one and five. It 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 was a situation where we would have crossed them up if we yes. were doing the teams, and they Most they end up winning like ten of the last eleven or whatever it was. Um, it, it's good to get more indie talk on the podcast. I'm I'm hoping that that can that can bump some numbers, give all the the indie fans we have listening. Yeah, composite oh, yeah. right. Um, they, they this is a trap game. Trap game for the Colts. <laughs> All right, you're taking that one. Uh, you're up three and a half to a half. Okay. My first exact, Buffalo at Miami. So you tell me what you had. I'll tell you I got it exact. I'm feeling good. I got Buffalo four and a half. God, no, no, Dylan. That's Come exactly on. it. Yeah, Come that's on. it. That's it. So, all right, Come Dylan. On. So remember we talked about uh, how, shoot. I can't believe it. Um, remember how we talked about that, like, we know the Patriots really well and, like, we do pretty good with our lines usually? Mm-hmm. Would you believe it? I've gotten the Dolphins game exactly right all three weeks so far. Wow. Yeah. So the Dolphins Why, are my why new... is that? You, you just know That's the Dolphins? Question. I don't know. Maybe it has to do with their opponents, but um, I don't know. It's just, but that's, that's, uh, that's the team now. That, that I have to really focus on that line and see if mm-hmm. I can keep that streak up. I, I think this is – I mean, we haven't – granted, we haven't seen the Bills play, right? So just less information. Like, we kind of hold serve on them being a dominant team. You know, I can see if they dominate again here tonight, it going up a half or a point or so. But Miami has looked impressive as well. Yeah. Yeah, they have. And I don't, I don't know if you and, you and Kyle covered this, um, but – did you see that Tua and and uh, or not Tua, Tyreek and Jalen Waldo were the first duo to ever have? What was it? 10 yeah, we we did a we did a ESPN stat of the day as one of those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, because the one that you sent, it was like the first receivers with 150 yards and two touchdowns. Yes. But if you also add that the quarterback had 400 yards and five touchdowns, that was an addition to it. Because we also had six. <laughs> and he had six. Right. Yeah. Right. Which yeah, no, they've, they've looked good so far, I will admit. Yep. All right, next one. Detroit at Minnesota. I said the Vikings minus four. I have Vikings three and a half. How much? Three and a half. Woo! It's Vikings minus seven. Isn't that oh. ridiculous? I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Well, you, well the thing is, Detroit played the Eagles already. The Vikings played the Eagles tonight. So that'll be a good telltale to see where the Lions fare against both of them. Agreed. Once they'll show how they compare against each other. Also, they're playing tonight. So yeah. we'll be able to tell for week three um, after the game tonight at 15. Agreed. And I, I, I like the Lions right now. This is, I do too. This is a fun team. Yeah. As, yeah fun they're, as, they're fun to watch. as fun as a mediocre team can be, they're fun. Because <laughs> they, because th- that is the epitome of a team that literally has nothing to lose. 
they have no one that is just really, really, really good at football. Maybe Aiden Hutchinson, but no one that's really, really good at football. They have nothing to lose. They have they have a lot of solid players. Yes. Yeah. For sure. That's fair. All right. Our Patriots hosting the Ravens. This is a, this is a scary matchup. So we were talking before we get to the line. We were talking about over the next three games that right. So they're home against the Ravens at the Packers. They had two Lambo, and then I don't remember I, the other. I don't know. Week five is all. I'll look it up. Whatever it was, we we were basically saying they got to win one. Oh, uh, we going, uh, oh no no oh, we were yeah, home, it's home against Detroit. Yeah no no we were just saying over these next two they got to mm-hmm. win one. So which one is, is is would they have the best chance at? And here's what I was thinking. So they're at Lambeau, home against the Ravens. I wish those were flipped. I think they'd have a much better chance home against the Packers or at the Ravens for whatever reason. When the Patriots play at home against the Ravens, it just gives you like Ray Rice vibes. You know, mm-hmm. Ray Rice running all over them. Uh, yes, there's like the Billy Cundiff missed field goal vibes too. But then playing at Lambeau sucks. I don't know the Patriots have ever won at Lambeau. Yeah, I, I don't like, know. Like, like since it's been, been eight years. It's been eight years since they played in Lambeau. So yeah. I, I, I couldn't tell you. But like, um, I just wish those were flipped for them to yeah. get one of those wins. I completely agree that the Patriots' best chance would be at home against the Packers to, to win one of those two. But um, it's in Lambeau. Correct, correct. <laughs> um, I still think in Lambeau they have a better chance than beating the Ravens at home. Personally, yeah, I think I agree with that. So what, just, what's just offensively with the weapons that the Packers have, I think the Patriots have a better chance to combat that a little bit. So what's your line for Ravens at Patriots? Uh, I said Ravens two and a half. Okay, yeah, you're gonna get it. It's Ravens minus three. I said five and a half. I for the Ravens. Yeah, okay. you you said two and a half. I said two and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Ravens minus three. Um. I don't know. I just think the Ravens are that much better than the Patriots. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I just haven't seen it from the Patriots. I mean, they, they are that much better. The fact that Josh Allen's going all over them. I, I don't even know what Lamar Jackson is going to do to him. Yeah. Um, this just tells I me. I know. What were you saying? No, yeah. I said we, we saw it with the Steelers game. Like, this just tells me they're still giving credit to the Patriots for basically just being coached by Bill Belichick, I think. Yeah. And, and Vegas <laughs> doesn't want to make them an underdog i guess which is scary but i yeah. they see something in them and i mean i'm i'm fine with that line being two and a half yeah no that's yeah the, again just stuff we got to take into account i guess when we're when we're guessing these lines yeah uh next one Bengals at the jets what do you have i have Bengals three and a half that is what i said so we're gonna tie it's Bengals four and a half mm-hmm. on the right track. I mean, I don't think there's a ton to look into this one. Like obviously the Bengals are Oh, and two. Um, so they're kind of must win, but like, they still gotta be favored. I think they're still the better team as of now. Oh, and the yeah, Jets had a be. huge comeback win. Yeah, do we know when Zach Wilson's coming back? Um, is, is that, is that like a, a known thing when no did they four say five. four weeks i think they said four or five weeks oh okay so it's still under joe flacco also yeah. this jets team or the jets last year beat this exact Bengals team so 
the Mike I'm White not, game. Yes. Ky- yes. Kyle and I mentioned that, or Kyle mentioned it when we were talking about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And I literally had Jets one last year here, which might have made me bring it down a couple points just because the Jets had their number last year. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's funny, like four and a half almost seems high for the way the Bengals have been playing. But like, remember who, so you see that, who are you, who would you be throwing on? Like, I'd still be throwing on the Bengals. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not throwing on the Jets. I can tell you that. Yeah. All right. Another matchup with a team that we have not seen twice the Raiders at the Titans. So the Titans playing right now. And just um, give them a touchdown. Yes. Yeah. You go first on this one. I've got Titans three and a half. <laughs> I'm going to get this. I said Titans two and a half. And the Raiders are favored by a point. What? Yeah. This this is the Steelers Patriots game all over again. Because I don't I don't understand. Like that it's the the Raiders are on the road, and the Titans have only played once. They lost to the Giants. So the only way I see it like that is if the Bills just absolutely slaughter the Titans. Because the Raiders coming into the season were you know a, a high picked team to do well. And they've had two winnable games, mm-hmm. and kind and really badly gave. Like if again, if the Raiders win that game against the Cardinals, which they probably should have, um, yeah, I see them being favored, but they didn't. And so maybe right, this is one of those things where like Vegas, they almost don't care about the result. They 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 care more about the team and what's happened over the full sixty minutes, or you know, in, in like the better parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't care about the the clutch time where yeah. they got on unlucky off you know onside kick or an unlucky pick or whatever. Yeah. Um. But now that I'm looking, at it, I I think it is the same exact situation as the Steelers Patriots. Patriots going into Pittsburgh. Yeah. Raiders going into Tennessee. I guess three and a half on both of them, and the other team's favorite on both of them by one. And I I think I guess two and a half on both of them. Yeah. Wait, yeah, and, we, Dylan, this is literally the exact same situation. That's so fun. And, and the Raiders or the Patriots covered. So we should probably take the Raiders, take I, the Raiders. I'd assume. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if those lines, I mean, it'll be cool to see, you know, you know, trends that we take and see how they end up, yeah. see what ends up happening. Yeah. And see if that's, you know, a way to, you know, we don't need any, any algorithms. We'll just use our brain. And make money. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, next, that's cool. Yeah. No, that's a, that is a funny one. Um. All right. Next one. Another team waiting to see play. Philly at Washington. Uh. I said Philly minus four and a half. I said Philly three and a half. Sob. We're gonna tie. It's Philly minus oh, four. four. Yeah. I don't really have a ton of ton of comment to hit on this one. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like we still haven't seen a ton. Obviously, we've only seen one game from Jalen Hurt. So, so the, this year, yeah. I guess the one thing would be both of these teams have played the Lions, and the the Eagles barely beat the Lions, and the Lions kind of dominated the Commanders for the most part in that game. Yeah, yeah. Philly coming into Washington, yeah, three and a half spot or four spot. In. Pretty respectable line. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it moves after the game tonight. Yeah. Um, actually, 
Ver- yeah, yeah, verbal meme. Um, me making it's like the buttons of making the lines, and whenever it's like a game with a team that's slightly that's a little bit better, I'm like hammering four and a half, like guessing minus four and a half. I I have so mm-hmm. many times I guess four and a half. It's so funny. See, I love three and a half. <laughs> I've got so many three and a half here. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make a couple of those memes. That's pretty funny. Yeah. All right, next one. Jacksonville at the Chargers. This is the biggest line I have made over the first three weeks of the season. Same. I said Chargers ten and a half. I said Chargers eight and a half. Yeah, it's Chargers minus seven. What? Well, how are they only favored by a touchdown? I don't know. You said eight and a half. I said eight and a half. Yeah. How are they only? How are they only favored by a touchdown? I don't get that. Like you, you, the Chargers are clearly one of the best teams in the NFL. Uh huh. Are, are they giving respect to Jacksonville? Seriously. It's what it looks like. I I, I haven't seen it yet. I mean, obviously they'd be, they manhandled the Colts, but the Colts might not be very good themselves. Yeah. I thought so, this was for sure double digit. Yeah. Um, in, could it, could it be too early to make a double-digit line for Vegas? I, I don't know. There were two last week. Oh, were there? Yeah. that's a really Yeah, Denver was 10.5 over oh, they Houston, were 10. and the Rams were 10.5 over Atlanta. The gap oh, between right. the Chargers and Jacksonville has to at least be equal to the gap of the Rams and the Falcons. That's a good point. And, and they're, they're both at home. The Rams and Chargers are both at home. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely know. wouldn't have made it 10.5 on the road. Yeah. I just will have to find out and, and see what happens. What what were the Colts against the Jags last week? Uh, Colts minus four and a half it is okay. what it opened at. At least I don't I don't remember if it moved or not. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. This, yeah, and then diamond on Jacksonville, I guess. Um, all right, Don. Next one, Rams Cardinals. I said Rams four and a half. I said Rams seven and a half. This was another one I got exact. Oh, it is Rams four and, four and a half. Yep. Uh, again, me me slamming the four and a half button. Mm-hmm. So you you again. So you're kind of th- taking the Cardinals as like they didn't really win the game that they should have lost. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> also, I just think the Rams are looking really good. The Cardinals' offense is not looking good at all. Uh, the Rams' offense is obviously coming off the Super Bowl. Um, Looked slow week one, but obviously picked up a ton of speed last week or yesterday against the Falcons. So I think they're going to start rolling, and I think it's you know the Cardinals aren't going to be able to stop them. So I think the, the Rams showed run through them. Um, that's why I said seven and a half. So with with four to go, you are up seven to five. So if I want to win outright, I can only let you get half of one. Mm-hmm. Next one, Atlanta. At Seattle, I will tell you I came within half a point. So what did you get? I said Seattle two and a half. Okay, I'm going to get this. You went the opposite way. It is Seattle one and a half. Mm. So I said Seattle minus two. It's just I we had the same idea, I think. Like, they're both not good as of mm-hmm. now. Um, it didn't feel like it was a completely – so I guess, like, if this was in Atlanta – I'd be willing to favor Atlanta, I guess is the way I'd almost put it. Which is why, right, because if I, which is why I dropped down to two. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I, 
if it was in Atlanta, I would probably still have the Seahawks favorite or maybe a pick them. But I, yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're both not not good teams. Geno hasn't shown a ton; didn't show much last week. So, yeah. um, we'll have to find out. Yep. Uh, Green Bay at Tampa Bay, the Bay Bowl. The uh, real quick, the Bay. T- Titans have fourth and one on the Bills two, so they can get the first down. Ultimate ultimate decision by time. They're lined up to go for of a timeout. Uh, what's the next one? Uh, Green Bay at Tampa? Yes, it's the Bay Bowl. The Bay Bowl? Yeah, the Bay Bowl. And, and neither of them are from the Bay Area. <laughs> yes, the actual Bay Area. Right, yeah. right. What did you have? Um, I had Bucks three and a half. So I got this one exact. What and I it? said Bucks minus three. I hate the. <laughs> I'm, I'm always I don't want to push so I'm always making them halves no I know we we've talked about that you you never make you or you always make it have a half even though I'm seeing now you put Rams minus seven earlier Wait. did you mean did you did you say seven and a half for the Rams yeah seven and a half. oh I just heard seven yeah so you, yeah, yeah, you don't like to have just an even um but like once in a while like there were just ones that, that they feel even and mm-hmm. this was one of them. So, yeah, I, I got it exact. Tampa Bay minus three. Nice. I, I, I just think that's Green Bay, Tampa Bay, like those two teams, the two quarterbacks we've talked about, they've both looked okay, right? Like I think that's one part of it. If one team looked more dominant so far this season, I'd be willing to go one way or the other. But I don't think either and, team has really been that dominant. And I just realized Mike Evans won't be playing. <laughs> I saw that. So here's what I'm gonna do. I I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I want to see what the line is right now. When did you When did you guess that line? This afternoon. I, I don't know if it was before or after. I don't okay. know if I would have changed it. Much. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I, I might have changed it, but probably not. I'm just gonna see if it changed at all. Um, week three. Okay, it's actually gone down to Tampa minus two and a half. So I'd I'd still. I'd You'd still win. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll leave that. All right. All tied up. Seven to seven. Wow. Just like that. With two to go. Remember, Dylan won week one last year and then didn't win for nine straight weeks. It's changing changing today. San Francisco at Denver. I said Denver minus three. What about you? I said the Niners two and a half. Um, wait, wait, you said San Francisco minus two and a half? Yeah. Okay. Hold on, let me. Okay, I'm going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely got this one. It's Denver minus one and a half. Okay. Tell me your thought <laughs> with San Francisco. I, I just think the Niners still have a, a, a top, I don't know, Five seven defense in the league. Ross coming into this new offense still has not shown me anything. I drafted him in two of my leagues. He has <laughs> not shown me anything yet. So I'm not high on Russell Wilson and the Broncos right now. Uh, Jerry Judy's day to day. Javante Williams is day to day. They're a little banged up. I don't like them that much right now. Do you take anything into the Niners having to now? I mean, granted, it's a, per, a the quarterback change 
it's somebody they've had I, before. Well, okay. Correct. Yes. I think we feel that the same is, way though. That is where I look at it. Garoppolo has been a quarterback for yeah. the Niners. He, he's played tons of games. Can we be honest so, here? I, I think what? they're better with Garoppolo. I agree. It's is like that a hot, that's not a hot take. It's like me saying the Jets are better with Joe Flacco. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think those are both good things. Obviously, I've, we haven't seen Trey Lance, yeah. Trey Lance much. Yeah, and I'm for, like I, I feel bad, right? We're not going to see him now even even more. Like I wasn't high on him going into the draft. He was okay when he mm-hmm. played in, in the first season, but I still thought they'd had a better chance of winning football games with Garoppolo. And yeah, I understand they're at a point where they got to see what they have with Lance, but yeah, I think I think they're better. Mm-hmm. So I I, yeah. I understand the the part. Well. Denver being home is where I was. I felt good about having them favored. So no, here's back to the Denver being one and a half as the actual line. If this was in San Francisco, you'd probably have San Francisco favored. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I easily would. Yeah, I, I probably would have to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm just not not high on Denver at all right uh, now. Um, and hopefully Russ can prove me wrong because my team's gonna need him. Let let Russ cook. Yeah. Okay, Dylan, you put yourself in a bind. You, you had it. You absolutely had it. But now <laughs> you are looking at – I'm going to tell you, I came within half a point of this next one. So you, you have to get it exact just to tie this week. So I'm realizing now that if I – because most of these lines are 0.5. Most, most of them are. So if I – like the actual at, ones? Yeah, the actual ones are – most of them are 0.5, right? This week, a lot of them are not. I'm looking at okay. it now. This week, a lot of them are not. Because I'm thinking, usually they are. So, if, you know, put it at an even number, at an even two, an even three, an even four, gives me half a point both ways, you know, to be off. It, if but, it is even? Yes, yeah. No, 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 if it's, point, if it's a 0.5. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I said – I said Cowboys one and a half. Okay. So either way, you said you said Cowboys. Wait, 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 wait. You said Cowboys? Yes. One and a half? Yeah. Dylan, the, the Giants are favored by two and a half. Wait, wait, you said Cowboys one and a half or two and a half? Not that one and a half. Really. Okay. The Giants are favored by two and a half. And when I saw it at first, they were minus three. So I have minus three written down. But either way, I'm, I'm going to get it. Interesting. I said okay. that right. Dallas at the Giants, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I, go, I, I know so go through, your, go through your thought process of the, of the Cowboys being favored with Cooper Rush as their quarterback and the Giants are two and oh. Um, I mean, I look at it as I think the Bengals are good. Cooper Rush just looked pretty good against the Bengals. And the Giants are 2-0. and Is it luck? I, I don't know. They barely beat the Titans. And who did they play last week? The Panthers. And the Panthers, you know, that was a, a field goal game there. Yeah, I'm no, it's, it's fair. the Giants. Yeah, it's fair to – fair to um, what, what you're saying, I just wanted you to explain it, like why yeah. the Giants are not a team to – be taken seriously yet oh but, any team any team with daniel jones under center I, I can't really take him serious but when the other team has cooper rush under center as of now 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's it's hard to argue for Cooper Rush. It is. Yeah. But yeah. I just I, I this is I'm yeah. not saying I like the Cowboys. For I sure. Don't like the Giants. For sure. No, that's that's right. The this is just another one of those games where I think like if the two teams aren't or if they're close or even if you think they're somewhat close or one of them's or they're both bad or whatever, the home team, like when in doubt, just go with the home team. Mm-hmm. And this was the second time. So is this the second time? Yeah, this is literally the last two games. You went with the away team both times and ended up being the home team favored. Yeah. And it's funny because so obviously for this next one where we pick an underdog. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do the, that. The two I, I had in mind were two ones other than that because I was expecting to have the Cowboys and Niners favored. Yeah. So are you going to go with one of those as your outright underdog pick? So the one I had I liked was the Steelers. I like the Steelers going into Cleveland. Um, but now I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Okay. I I, I love it. the The Giants aren't starting 3-0. and Come on. <laughs> They're not starting 3-0. That would be crazy if the Cowboys go 2-1 and right now. Yeah. 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 And and the one loss is with Dak Prescott under center. Yeah. So can yeah, I, but I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna use the I'm gonna go with the Cowboys for okay. my underdog pick. Also, so I, real quick, yeah, I, I won last week. With the I, you did. I sorry, thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. So you're you're up really we're only keeping track of we win. So like you have one in that category. Yeah. yeah. Um so I, I mentioned the Colts, but the the team I really wanted to pick, which I'm going to again, is the Lions which is literally the second time that I'm picking them to win as an outright underdog. And I might have to just keep picking them whenever they're the underdog to win until they win. Well, they'll I, be the underdog a lot. And I think they're going to win a lot of those games or a few of those games. Yeah. So that's why I'm picking. I'm picking the Lions over the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, they, like that, they are the epitome of, of a, <laughs> of an underdog. What was it? Seven. What's that line? Uh, yeah, yeah, the actual is Minnesota minus seven. And if I thought yeah. it was going to be less than that, then because I, th- I think highly of the Lions right now. So, yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, you know, I, I like that pick. Thank you. Thank you. And then the Colts would be the secondary one. Give them a love. Um, yeah. Do you wait? What about the Patriots? No, it's fine. <laughs> the, uh, do you have a Scorigami game? Um, let's just. See, I, I think I said it last week, but the way you gotta do this is go with like whoa, wait, two really bad teams, two really good teams, or one really bad team face a really bad team, yeah. or a good team face a really bad team. Let's go Atlanta, Seattle. That's good. Yeah, that's that's a solid pick. Yeah. Um, I was looking at that one. I ended up going the opposite. Two good teams. I said Buffalo, Miami. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's all like right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Game. I, I really hope we get one at some point this year. That would be incredible. I mean, did, didn't we get like eight last year or six? Well, I'm saying I hope we guess one right. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. 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 I think there's been like eight straight years with a Scorigami or something. I don't remember the last wow. year that it hasn't happened. We'll have to look at that. We'll, ch- we'll check with our stats guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll we <laughs> or reach our, out to our, our Scorigami expert, Jake Marsh. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Guess the who's president anyway. Josh up in the season two one after the nine seven victory. 
Dylan had it in his grasp, but we move on. I got three right, three exact. Wow. On that. It's pretty good. Um, all right. It's time to cross someone off. This is uh, this is going to be interesting. It, it's going to be a little more interesting than I thought. Um, let me make sure that's what we want to do next. Okay. Yeah. So we went. Let's go over the tiers again. So the crossed off teams we have so far: the Jets. We crossed them off week one. Which you know what? I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Uh-uh. After a win, they're not making the playoffs. Okay. Here, the bottom of the barrel right now. I have are the Falcons and the Panthers. And then yeah. probably bad but looked frisky. The Seahawks, Texans, Jaguars, Browns. That's who I have in that division. Or that tier. Sound okay? Seahawks, Jaguars. Texans and Browns. Texans, Browns. After seeing week three, I think I might throw the Bears in there. Just because their 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 win was in a in a mud pit so yeah there there might be one that we have to add in there um yeah maybe we need to see one more but, week yeah but i definitely like that list and, and then am... well two more tiers two more tiers okay probably bad should be better the patriots and the colts yeah i mean the, the colts are getting dangerously close to just being crossed off automatically but you you can't yet well i'll, I'll go through kind of our thought process then the other I mean, tier you, you i go, have you go you go oh and four and you're, you're gonna get crossed yeah. off the, but they have the tie the, so the other two oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah that's true how the heck are they oh and two the Bengals and the Raiders um because if either mm-hmm. if any of them go oh and three you're getting into the you know then from that point on 14 games left even if you go 10 and four you're you're only 10 and seven so you put yourself in a bind um yes so here, okay, here's how we should look at this or how I continuously look at these, the cross-off teams. There are certain teams that are definitely bad, but you can't cross them off because of the division they're in. So, like, we can't cross off anyone in the AFC South or the NFC East. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, because, you, you just, because the, the division winner could have nine, nine wins. Or, or less. Yeah, so or, you, or you, less, can't, yeah. you can't cross off either of those divisions. Um, mm-hmm. I have the Falcons. So for that reason, I have the Falcons and the Panthers as the two biggest teams I'm looking at. Do you have anyone else you want to add to the nominations for this week? No. Um, obviously, I wouldn't want to cross off the Raiders or Bengals, the only other 0-2 teams pending these games. Um, but my, my pick would be the Falcons. Okay, I knew you would do this because these were the two I'm obviously deciding between. I am so set on the Panthers. Let's go All look right. at their schedule, shall we? Yeah. So they're in a division. Yeah, I, have, I, have not, I have not looked at either schedule. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell me of these games, how many or which teams you think the Panthers could beat. So they're – I'm just going to say the opponent. I'm not even going to say where the game is. Saints. Yeah. Cardinals, 49ers, Rams, Bucks, Falcons, Bengals, Falcons, Ravens, Broncos, Seahawks, Steelers, Lions, Bucks, Saints. Um, I spot a few in there. No Lions. more than three. 
Yeah, Lions, Falcons twice. And maybe one other. They're going to be lucky, Dylan, to win four games. They would have yeah. to be really good teams. To, let, let's, say, say, let's just say five. Here could be their five wins. Lions, Steelers, Seahawks, Falcons, Falcons twice. twice. That's it. That's five. That's five. Yeah. Maybe. That's, there's no way. So back to what we talked about last week, like and and wait wait, wait real quick with that yeah. logic, they would start zero and seven. Yeah, those, those yeah they start zero and seven. Yeah, so we can look at the Falcons' schedule. Do you want to go look at? It? I mean, I did. I see them with a possibility of eight or nine wins. All right, Seahawks. They they could beat the Seahawks. Um, Browns, Bucks. It could be the Browns. They could start two and two. Yeah. Um. Bucks, Niners, Bengals, Panthers, Chargers, Panthers, Bears, Commanders. Yeah, the the Panthers schedule is much harder. Yeah. So the remember the way we looked at like or we we're looking at this. So the the Bills we think are going to win the AFC East. Mm-hmm. So the Jets easy team to cross off. I imagine the Bucks or Saints win the NFC South, which makes the Panthers an easy team to cross off. Just before we do it officially. Let's look at the Seahawks schedule. I think they're the other team that feels like they're at the bottom and they're in a division with a team we'd feel good about. Um, so they're one and one. They play the Falcons, the Lions, Saints, Cardinals, Chargers, Giants, Cardinals, Bucks, Raiders, Rams, Panthers, 49ers, Chiefs, Jets, Rams. They they have five more possible wins, mm-hmm. um, but the other thing I'm just not sure exactly who's going to win the division. It'd probably be the Rams or the 49ers, but I'm just not exactly sure. I feel better crossing off the Panthers. I'll just yeah, I, I, after looking at the schedules, I'm very fair crossing off the Panthers. We'll see what happens. In They're the... going to be lucky to win five games. Yeah. I, I agree, and it could be a three or four, <laughs> three or four win season. Yeah, yeah let's let's cross off the Panthers. Right. That's a great Panther. Move. We'll see. We'll see what these other teams, um, you know, in the frisky division, the frisky tier. Um, let's see how they'll look next week. Yes. Yeah, and the, the tiers update every week, so I'm sure there'll be some movement there. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Good job. Hey, uh, who's the? Wait, hold on. I gotta make sure I get this right. Yeah, who are who's the who did Dylan have on his fantasy bench this week player? Anyone anyone um, specific? I did have Christian Kirk, but I was never gonna start him. Okay. So if if did I did off? start yeah, he had six catches, seventy eight yards and two tutties. Okay. Um but like I I played Mike Evans DK at wide receiver. So I wasn't really gonna start Christian Kirk over either uh-huh. of them. So, so um, nobody this week, really? Not really. <laughs> That's good. Are you going to win? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> in the, this league, um, my big money buy-in, I'm going to lose by probably 30. Okay. Yeah. So I've got I, Henry I, right now, but I've got a bunch of guys yeah. that didn't do well. So I know no one cares about uh, fantasy teams other than their own, but I'm going to tell my right. fantasy story. Um, so I in one league, I have – it's it's in the our Carmel League. Mm-hmm. I have Kittle and Kamara. 
and I didn't see Kamara wasn't playing until like 105, (laughs) which it was obviously too late. Too late. Well, I guess Kamara was playing. And then, again, probably my fault. He was probably inactive before that, but I was, you know, doing something, hitting golf balls. Um, And then Kittle playing at four o'clock was questionable. He ended up being inactive, and my other tight end played at one. Oh, that's yeah, that's so brutal. not really anything I can do unless I go quickly try to get another tight end. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna not worry about it. Get this, Ethan. This is for you. I'm playing against you, and I'm still gonna beat you without my <laughs> With running back eggs. one. Without my running back one and tight end, I'm down two starters. So here's what. I, I'm trying to think who my my biggest uh, my biggest one is there. So it's not guaranteed, but he uh, I'm projected to win by 18. So he still has. Um, oh, he he only has Greg Joseph tonight, and I have Stefan Diggs. And you're up by 18? and I'm up by 16 right now. So it's it's I have I have a nine year seven like Greg Joseph would have to score sixteen more than Stefan Diggs, and Stefan already has four catches in the first. Yeah, game. yeah. So I had Chubb, and um, why why can't I think of St. Brown's first name on Detroit? Amon Ra. <laughs> Amon Ra, and I have Amon Ra St. Brown who had two touchdowns as well, and yeah. then my. Defense had 13 and my kicker had 13. So I I survived not having a running back one or tight end. How about that? <laughs> that is good. <laughs> Somehow. Solid stuff. Solid stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, normally we do the Monday night football picks, but we already did. Um, and so far, seven seven. Yep. Titans go. are moving backwards. Go go Titans. Yes. Yeah. Go Titans. For two reasons. For two reasons. Yeah. But more importantly, in the Patriots division. And with a Titans win tonight, guess who's in first place in the division? The Titans. In in the AFC East. Oh, the Dolphins? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Who I I still think they are bad. But (laughs) – I think they're decent now. That'll have to be a side thing. Like, how long can the Dolphins – or, yeah, how good can the Dolphins get to where Dylan says they're still bad? They're going to have to win a playoff game probably. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with bad. you. I don't disagree with you. Although yeah. Tua is looking solid, but it helps when you have the fastest guy in the NFL. Oh, yeah, and maybe, like, the third fastest too. Yeah. But also, I, I, think, I think I will call the Patriots bad too. Until they win a playoff game. Oh, I think they aren't that good right now. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree, which is why I kind of put them in the same boat of they're not bad. Or they're, they're not good, but they need to win a playoff game to prove me that yeah. they're not bad. We got to see more than two weeks of the season, for sure. Correct. Yeah. Um, did you Wait, did you see that Tyree Kill was talking about the way Mike McDaniel was calling the game like he was playing Madden? Yes, I did see that. Which is so funny. Because we, yeah. we joked about last year when McDaniel got hired, how it's like a IU 
college student and a frat became the head coach of an NFL team. Like that's what he looks like and sounds like. Mm-hmm. And that's how you would handle it. Like playing Madden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it is like, like, yeah. Like why they put up video you, game numbers. Yeah. How can you be upset watching your quarterback throw for 460 yards? Like yeah, in six touchdowns. I would have never thought Tua would throw for that many yards. <laughs> In a, in a season. <laughs> he he's, not, he's not that bad. <laughs> he sucks. I hate him. <laughs> All, um, right. All right. Let's end on that note. <laughs> Brother Dylan, thank you again. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, it's been real. I'll see you. See you next week. See you. Big thanks to Kyle and Dylan for coming on the podcast. We are getting into a great routine here with the NFL talk and NFL content. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at RealStatGuy to see the best stats of the week and much more. I hope everyone is enjoying the new episodes. Thanks again for listening to the Real Stat Guy podcast. And remember, we are here to not just give you the stats you want, but the stats that you need. Thanks, everyone.